Welcome to another episode of the Credit Pearls podcast. Today I have my lovely friend um, and sort of my mentor, Wayne Crosby from the Crosby Group. Um, I met Wayne, I think, in 2019 um, and he has grown his business massively. So I think Wayne will be a great person to have on uh, for businesses out there to tell people his story and how he has grown his business. So Wayne, thank you. No problem. Thanks very much for asking me to come on, Sharon. Uh, brilliant to have you. So Wayne, um, you started your business when? Believe it or not, this month, we're six years in business since 2017. Wow. And so, it's yeah. grown phenomenally. Yeah. So today, actually, on the way here, I was getting congrats on your work anniversary and stuff like that. Really? Yeah. Super, it's super. So tell us a little bit about yourself, what you were like growing up, where you grew up, what your background is, and then we can talk about how you started your business. So as a kid, I would have been difficult probably. Okay. I grew up in, the, in Tally. Um, so growing up in Tally, I had good and bad experiences. Obviously, very, very good to see them as well. Yeah. Um, involved in lots of sports, played hurling, played GAA. So that kind of kept me busy as a kid. Okay. Um, so even in school, uh, I remember a story in school where we were playing hurling. We were probably 17 at the time and three of us basically lied to the teacher about our age because we got knocked out of the under 18s. Okay. And we played for the under 16s. And we went to all, we were hammering all the teams by double digits and we got to the final, we won the trophy. And we were like, yeah, we won. And two weeks later, I get called to the reception. The trophy got took off the skill. And oh, we got, no. Well, so that sort of stuff we got up to as kids, okay. you know. And what were you like in school? Did you like school? Were you good? Was there something that you felt helped you? Did I, yes and no. I liked school. Why? Because I met some people, friends and some memories and obviously stuff like that you know, goes down in the history books as well. Yeah, so yeah. that sort of stuff. School helped me, obviously, yeah, some things, but um, I think what I did in school to what I'm doing now, is, is it doesn't really matter. Okay, okay. And were you academic? Did you... Do well in school? Did you go to college? I done okay. You... I wasn't. Okay. I, I done okay. Like I was, I was there. I, I enjoyed going to school. I liked. Actually, did the best subject I liked was art. I liked drawing. Okay. Um. I remember I used to create this. I used to be mad. I'm still mad in the GAA. I still play GAA. Yeah. And I used to create this book. And I remember all the old DJ Curdy, Joe Dean. I used to draw all them images. Yeah. He used to trace them, obviously. But yeah. Um. So yeah, art would have been keeping me ticking over, you know. But school was a positive experience. You had friends. You were liked. You weren't bullied. I don't think you were bullied at no. school. No. no. Okay. So you didn't enjoyed let, school. Didn't let that happen. Uh, funny. Uh, actually, another funny story of school. Obviously, we obviously are good. We're bold. Yeah. I wasn't bold. But yeah. I was probably a bit of a messer. Yeah. I remember probably in fifth year, I, I kind of done something I shouldn't have done, so I was in a bit of trouble. And my tutor at the time, which helped me massively, and still talk to today, by the way, she goes, I'll do a deal with you. And I was this, I was in a bit of trouble. She goes, I'm going to help you, but you have to do something for me. And I was like, what? She goes, you have to become um, to drama. To drama. I said, you're having a laugh. It's <laughs> not a fucking hope. <laughs> and I was back then, I'm one of the lads. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It was just not a chance. So she goes, well, up to you. It's one way or the other. So I actually had to do the, do you know the movie Chicago? Yeah. So I had to do that and I was a Roxy dancer. <laughs> Pink toy, bald head. So it was a bit, it was mad. But look, again, that was an experience. That was a yeah, memory. Yeah. So they're the good things about school for me. But yeah. And look. when you left school then, did you have a plan? Did you think, oh, I want to own my own business? What was your, what, where was your head at when you left school? Uh, no, I never, had, I never had that because no one was around me that was talking like that yeah. or stuff like that. But when I was in school, I worked in the Belgard pub as okay. a barman. So I started working there when I was 15. Again, I was kind of a big young fly. 
you'd yeah. probably think I was older. Yeah. I told him I was 18, I was 15, I was a barman, I was getting more money, all the good hours. Yeah. So I was working in a nightclub. Do you remember Cocos? Yes, I used to I, work there as well. I was in there 16 serving drinks, mm. which I shouldn't have been doing, but it was a good experience. Um, so I was still working and in school at the same time. And isn't it, we were just saying to some of the other people that were on here as well, don't you learn so much when you're in that hospitality? Like you're there, you learn how to deal with people, yeah. um, negotiate, customer service, you know, you, and you learn how to handle yourself and be confident. Yeah. Um, so I, I would really recommend for all young kids to take a job in hospitality. 100% because you it's know? fast paced as well. Yeah. You're just, it's non-stop. There's 10, 15 people shouting at you. Yeah. It's multitasking. You're not yeah. just doing one thing, you're doing two or three things, you're taking three or four orders. Yeah. And if you're not taking three or four orders, you shouldn't yeah. be doing <laughs> yeah. the, the, the... You have to have the money worked out. And, you, and what I remember is, like I'd know people buy their drinks, so when people come in, I'd be like, oh, two pint of Guinness, da 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 da. But you'd know what, like, two Guinness, a Heineken, and a Bud would cost. Yeah. Like, you'd know you gin to and tonic. You change your head then, yeah. boom, out the door. Yeah, it was completely, uh, really, really good for me, for memory, for everything. So, yeah, it's I brilliant. Call the, I call the cocktail Wayne's World for, for Coco, so it was, it was easy because then they were all, oh, give us a Wayne's World. So the queue was <laughs> us from me. But we obviously walked out because I was getting all the tips. And the other thing as well is because I was, a, I was 15, 16, we obviously had the uniform. So the, me in my uniform, me going to plaza then, when I was 16, oh. I was walking straight in the door. Yeah, so You're a bio, yeah. And then you might be looking for me for skill on the Monday, I wouldn't be there. <laughs> Brilliant, yeah. No, that's really, really, it's a great way to kind of learn, develop skills and prepare you then for the workplace, sometimes more than school. Sometimes yeah, no, more than school. It's real life. Yeah. And um, it's challenging. Yeah. Do you know, so yeah, you have to welcome them challenges. Yeah. Mate, that's what makes you better, you know. And then tell us, where, what was your first real job where it was full time? How did you get into <clears throat> what you do now? So in 2008, I got an apprenticeship in refrigeration and air conditioning. Um, my family at the time, and still are involved in the trade, didn't want it. Okay. I was one, I, again, I was, no, I'm not doing, I'm not going to work. I didn't want to work yeah. at the time. Because again, I had no leader, no mentor, no yeah. no one to look up to. I had no big brother. I am the big brother. <coughs> so I used to be struggling to get out of bed, all that sort of stuff, because I was doing the bar work, the nights, the nights and stuff. Yeah. And one day my mother says, in or out, what do you want? So I went up, got the apprenticeship, still kept the bar job, because I was on, at that time, we're on 180 a week as an apprentice, yeah, yeah. which was nothing. It's yeah. a, you, you could have signed on the doll and got the same. As it was, so 2008 then, and the, the 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 industry then had a lot of demand. There was a very shortage of engineers. There was a shortage of apprentices. So eventually, I had to give up the bar and just concentrate mm. on that. So done my apprenticeship in that for four years, and then continued on there. That was my real job. It still is my real job mm. today. And when did you decide then I'm gonna start up Crosby Refrigeration? I think that's what the first one was. Was it Crosby Refrigeration? And then now it's group. Yeah, so but the reason why we Crosby Refrigeration is when because that was just me as in Crosby. Yeah. And I wanted us as a salt we soul trade or soul mm. trading. So it's just I wasn't thinking about business. Didn't even know anything about business. And how the idea that came was on the car I was on the Caribbean cruise and my honeymoon with my wife. Okay. And I don't know what happened, I just you know, let's try it. I just didn't know. I didn't even know what was gonna happen or what the outcome was gonna be. All I was doing was going into a van and being an engineer. I wasn't thinking about being a boss, being a leader or building a company. I was okay. just going out, getting a wedge and doing what I was doing And anyway. And were you just like a sole trader so people like subcontract you out in the beginning? Yeah, yeah. so I basically sold back into the looks of the company I used to work for and other companies which I'm probably competitors with today. Okay. And then when did it click, Wayne, that you said, 
I'm going to really focus now and, and grow a business or did opportunities just come your way? Um, it was very hard to be honest because I, in my industry there's a circle. And okay. It's 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 all all the bigger companies all work together, and when you're younger coming in, and you're not going to what they wanted to do, their rules and stuff, you're kind of a lone wolf. Okay. So they all started not wanting me to come. So when all they started not wanting me to come, hating, talking, all that put fuel to my fire and made okay. me go hell for leather and put the foot right. flat to the floor. So it was really, you were really driven by but the I fact hate, that they didn't want you there. Yeah. They said, no, no, sideline him, we're going to give each other work. And that just gave me the determination to just drive it on and make a success today, you know. Amazing. And listen, was there a time, was there one contract that you say, it was <coughs> after we got this one contract that things started to take off? Or was it just mindset that you just said, there was one point where you think, no, I'm really going to make a go of this? You always think that. You always think taking on a job, this is the job. Yeah. So... You're you should think you yeah. don't think yeah, that I do. Wrong I do you. every new contract is yeah, the one. This is yeah. the one. Where yeah. do you where do you make it? Where do you don't? You still have to believe and when you don't believe if you don't make it, you still have to believe for the next yeah. one. So you have to believe that anyway. But the mindset thing for me, hundred percent is a big thing. Up until probably COVID two thousand twenty, my, my I, I was falling back into the same ninety five percent of what the other people are doing, thinking and being negative. Everything okay. was a problem. Back okay. then, until then I shifted my mindset, the problems start becoming challenges and I, I used them then to excel as well, you know. Okay, so in 2018-19, what, what, like was it just you, did you have a, did you have a team, what, what way was the situation then? So 2017-2018 it was just me and a boy in a van, so okay. I was working day and night, I mean day and night, didn't see home for months, I don't even remember, I can't, I couldn't even look, think back then. 2018, another van came on, another lad came on. 2019, I think we had up to three vans in the road with four staff, okay. including myself, so five. And then COVID obviously kicked in later that year, so it gave us time to sit back, mm. reassess everything, bring up some new ideas, structures, and opportunities then to start coming. Because as you know, any lockdown or any recession, there's always opportunities. Yeah. And you focused on the opportunities as opposed to saying, oh, throw your hands in the air, COVID's here, we're doomed. Well, everyone else was in fear. We yeah. went, we were, we, everyone else was worrying. We turned into warriors, you know, and yeah. just drove on and doubled in size. Grew 300, 400% in the middle of a lockdown. Oh my God. Amazing. Yeah. And what did you do then? Just drive on then? What was your, did you have a thought <clears throat> process? So let's just think a little bit about your mindset. Talk a little yeah. bit more about that because I know, is it just that like people read the secret and they just think you lie in bed and think about things? Talk about, tell us about your mindset and what you do. Yeah, people can read, people can say, mm. but you, to the dip between knowing and doing. So yeah. you have to actually f follow up and continue the processes that you learn and stuff like that yeah. and put them into play. Um, I, obviously you have to be goal orientated mm. as well because you need a target, you need to work towards something. So writing goals was really helpful for me for my mindset. Today I woke up at half hour this morning personal goals, business goals, then I wrote a mantra, then I wrote my gratitude. There's four pages already. It takes me one hour. That's okay. discipline. That's me yeah. holding myself accountable and responsibility for my mindset to be in the right way. If I didn't do that, I wouldn't have the right mindset. Yeah. So every morning you get up, you think about what your goals are, you write them down, you write what you're thankful for before you even start your day. Correct. I put a, I put a date. I write, so let's just say I have a personal goal, I put a date. I don't just put one-liners because you have to give the universe what they want to hear. Yeah. The, more, the more information, 
the more you get. Okay. Then you put, I put a date, I write it's done and I sign it. So that gives me to walk towards it. That's amazing. So tell <clears> me now, this is my, this is the difficulty I'd have, right? So I'm going to be selfish here and ask questions for me. If, when you're taking on people and your staff, how do you align them with what, what you're thinking and what you do? Do you explain it to them or do you just, how does that work? It's really hard. Yeah. Um, I find getting lads in on the ground as like fresh, like I was in 2008, mm. and breed them your own way okay. is a lot easier. But obviously that takes time. Yeah. And if we're growing so fast, we obviously, they're yeah. not they're not trained to a certain place that we need to be like an engineer. So you yeah. become an engineer. So getting engineers from other companies that have been taught and brought up a different mm. way, it's very hard to, to tune them into the way we want. So we meet our staff every three months. We have, okay. an, we have an employee induction form. There's procedures for service, procedures for installs. There's this thing as well that we have bed on or I don't know if you've heard of it. It's above the point of power, it's below the point of power. And that's that's how we get them to tune into where we need them to be. Okay, brilliant. So you're constantly working on that because that's important. Because there's no point in you having this lovely mindset here and well, focus on that share, and then yeah. negative people around you. Because that'll just, that's very hard to escape. Well, I look at, I'm on a train. I, I visualise myself on a train driving in one direction. And I visualise everyone on the train with me. Okay. And if they're not going in the same direction, I just open the door and they can <laughs> Get off the train. Whether it's going 200 miles an hour, <laughs> I don't care, you know? That's brilliant. That's so good. But like, it's important for people to understand the mindset. Would you think 80% of your success is mindset, 70, 50? What do you think? I think anything in life is 80, 20. 80% mindset, 20% ability. That's, any, that's anything. Football, okay. anything. All and you still mindset. play a lot of sport. Do you get stressed now? Do you find stress a problem running a bigger company? So you've, did you triple what you were doing? So say your business in 2019 to 2023, massive difference. 100%. But also I have the right people around me now today as well to help that. Yeah. So it's not just me walking in the business, I'm walking on the business. So yeah. there is 100%. We are 10 times busier. I've also went into other fields, yeah. property and stuff like that as well. So I'm doing a lot. I have a lot, a lot going on. But I... Whether I have 10 things going on, I treat everything, believe this or not, it's another thing with mindset, I, I treat everything as a bonfire. So Crosby's a bonfire, family's a bonfire, my health's a bonfire, property's a bonfire, and I want them for as, as going as high as possible. So let's just say my health, mm. I'm going business, 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 and I'm not going to the gym. Mm. That bonfire is nearly going out, so what do I need to do? I need to add more fuel and wood to it to get the flames so they're all evenly going the same way. Yeah, so that's, that's how I can that's how I can control everything, you know. Because I found last year we grew dramatically, right? Uh, so, but I was all business, 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 and like I was a gym addicted to the gym. I stopped going to the gym. Yeah, just fell off. Very hard to balance everything. But you, you going to the gym, believe it or not, helps your business. Yeah. Because if you go, like I train at six between like four five. I'm doing my army stuff. Half five six. I'm in the gym, four four days a week. But if I, that sets me up. Anything can happen around me. The worst thing could happen. I was still going to the gym, still mentally and physically ready to take on anything. I wouldn't let it affect me. Because I suppose it does make sense. <clears throat> like then I found I was getting very tired. Like I'd always be high energy. I'd never get tired. Yeah. I'd be going all day. People used to say to me when I stopped going to the gym, I start getting tired. Because yeah. you physically have to be able for the the pressures of running a business and have the resilience. Yeah. Physically as well as mentally. But it gives everyone else that's doing business with you a bit more ease as well because you're high driven and stuff like that yeah as well. yeah so that's really really important you're right so it's it's trying to so it, to enable you to do all the things you have to be up early 100% yeah. but to think so, about it as well family of kids yeah 
can't business can't affect them and family can't affect business because you need to you need to look after both. Yeah. So getting up that hour too early, doing your own on your working on yourself, mm. then going to work, then you have your family time. And your wife, I don't know your wife's name, sorry. Lindsay. 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 What do you need to have the support of your partner? Hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, <laughs> right. because I've gone without her. Like, yeah. Um, as it back in 2017 to 2019, there were tough, tough times, and I wanted to throw the towel in so many times. I like, just said, "No, I had enough." It wasn't. Mm. I didn't see my wife probably for probably two years. Not that I didn't see her. I know what you mean. But but proper, didn't really see her. Yeah. Proper time, kids. I had. A, I have a young lad now. He's ten. He mm. was. He was two, three, four when I was doing all this. Didn't. Didn't really spend the time with him. So that really, really got in on me. Mm. Um, so there, there were the times when me like, oh, I had enough of this. Oh, I'm not doing this. Thing I'm not getting paid for ninety days. What's the point? Yeah, but yeah. That, that was my mindset then. I let that get in on me. Yeah. Now my mindset's different. Okay. Do you know? Because I've worked with business coaches and stuff like that as well. But me, me my wife Lindsay was always like, no, nope, keep driving on, keep driving yeah. on. That's so important. Yeah. Like you have to have that. I have that at home oh, now yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, and it's really, really important. I remember we bought a van when I first went out. Two and a half grand the van was, and the weekend it blew up on me. And I was like, oh, here. She goes, oh. just go, we'll go and get a new van. Just calm down. Yeah, and you're like, at the world's end. And yeah. yeah, it's important to have that support, really, really. And you need to, and it's right, I suppose you have to have the pillars of your life, your fitness, your health, your wealth, your yeah, family. Yeah, it helps, helps. Yeah, so looking at it like that, that's a brilliant analogy. I'm going to use that. I think that's super. Yeah. And you need to make sure you're fueling all well, that. You want them all, all the that one, like business, obviously, is yeah. number one. Not number one, but you don't want anyone coming and taking your business. Yeah. So you want the fire that hot that they get burnt if you try and come and take it. Yeah, yeah. Vice versa, your wife. You don't want some man coming and <laughs> taking your wife, so you want them to get fucking burnt as well, you know? <laughs> oh, Wayne, that's a super analogy. I love it. So during COVID, you focused on driving the business. You drove it forward. You, you moved. The business has grown, flourishing. You have the right mm. people around you now. Great mindset. What's next for you? Where are you looking now? What does what's next on the agenda for you? Yeah, we're adding some more nuts and bolts to the group. Obviously, okay. there's a group for a reason. There'll be certain things yeah. happening. Uh, in between, we've obviously added uh, a ventilation division recently. So we have lads now working direct with us from doing ventilation projects as well. So there will be more sort of services added to the group. Um, I've went into the property, investing in property and stuff like that. And then who knows well, hopefully one day I can share all the knowledge that we learned from back, back to the lads that starting to come up yeah, later up on the through the ranks on. tell me about business coaches mentors and so so. let's say I want to get into property now tomorrow do you give me 50 grand yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you work with people who have the knowledge how do people get that knowledge and what's your advice for business people out there that are saying I haven't got the money for a coach haven't got time don't don't think it's worth it um, Coaching and property is, is different for me. Okay. Because property, I didn't have anyone to coach me to do the property thing. Okay. Or to bring me in that direction. It was just something I always wanted to do. So you just went in. I just went in, done it. Maybe made a mistake or two at the start. Now I know all that sort of stuff. I, I know what to do next. Okay. From a business point of view, coaches and stuff like that 100% really helped me. I've worked with two or three business coaches and life coaches and mindset coaches since I started. And they really, really helped me taking bits and bobs off each one and implement it into my business for yeah. structures and stuff like that. That's realistically why we are where we are today as well. Yeah. Like you have to branch out, you have to reach out for help, support and guidance. Um, and I think a lot of people like think I can go on my own, I don't need, but you really do need that You can't that do anything on your own. That's, that's something I thought, I was learned obviously yeah. from the early days. And also it's not a cost either. It's an investment in yourself more than anything yeah. else, not just your business. Yeah. 
it's so true. There's, I, a, there's you a serious know. return on it if you put the work in. You yeah. have to put the work in. You can't just sit back. Oh, my coach is going to come in and do everything. Yeah. The coach just gives you the material, but you still have to study. You still have to do the work. He'll show you what needs to be done, but it's up to you to do it. And if you're choosing a coach, do you pick someone that you feel you can relate to, work with, or would you go by recommendations? Um, obviously, you're going to have to... You'd want to work with a coach who's been in the real... Who's done it. Yeah, who's been there, I agree. Who's I wore agree. that T-shirt, because what's the point? I'll be honest, I work with a coach. I'm not going to be saying who, mm. but it was through a big, huge franchise. But the coach I had... He just bought the franchise. Yeah. He didn't. I've worked with two other coaches who are serious operators. You know, one mm. um, serious operators who have helped me massively. They've been there. They know the tricks. They know the people. They put you in contact with the people and all that sort of stuff. You yeah. Know? And like, I also think that you'll believe them and you can take advice from them because they've been through it. Yeah. It's like the somebody million, trying to give you... The yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. I want a few quid like you, pal. How'd you get it? Yeah. <laughs> so what are people trying to come in and coach you? I'm like, but you don't... Have you ever run a business? They're not going to be able to. So I think that's really, really important. And if you look back on your... When you started, what's one thing you would do differently? When I started a business? Yeah. Slow down. Okay. Slow down. Get the brick, build the foundation. I tried to go to the roof at the start. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I made it happen. Yeah, yeah. But I put myself under severe pressure. Yeah. Whereas we get the found, get the foundations, build the bricks one by one, one by one, slow it down. So and get your solid get foundation. Get the people around you as well. Solid yeah. foundation all the time. Yeah. So don't, slow down. Don't slow down. Take your time. Patience. Patience yeah. is key at the end of the day. Yeah. And you kind of do learn as you go along, don't you? You're learning stuff. and But yeah, the, it... it Rapid growth's great, but it's very stressful. Hundred percent. You don't need to. You don't need to grow that quick. Time, time will come. Your yeah. time is always going to come. Yeah. Whether you go up or down, it's 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 your time at that time. Okay. Okay. So slow down, and then, so that for people maybe looking to scale their business. So, I think this is where people come to a crossroads. Right. You're at the crossroad of your business, and you're like, this is a risk I'm going to take. And um, if I take this, I'd have massive growth. But I could stay here and it's safe. But that's comfort and that's your comfort zone. Yeah. So you're either going to stay in the comfort zone or you're going to step outside into the uncomfortable. So that choice is down to the individual themselves. Yeah. And the experience of stepping into the uncomfortable is crazy. Yeah. It's just, I, to, I, I take risks every day. I don't right. even think about them. I just go with it. And if it works, it works. And to be honest with you, nine times out of ten, it works because you make it work. Okay. Do you know what I mean? You don't sit back and say, what if, what if this happens? What if he doesn't do this? What if she doesn't do this? Yeah. Get it done. Make it happen. Right, and you just go for it. Yeah. And would you have something, would you just trust your instincts or would you have like a rationale process in your brain that you're running things through? I'm just, I'm 100 miles an hour. That's what I'm telling <laughs> right. you to slow yeah. down. But that's yeah. why I can't. Yeah. So when I try and slow down, it's like, what's going on? But no, I'll just go with it. No, whether it's a yes or a no, okay. I make the decision like that. But they were they were saying I was listening to actually Barack Obama, right? I was listening to one of his interviews. That's what he says. You have to be a quick decision maker. Yeah. But like he won't dwell on that. He says I just make the decision and I go with it. Yeah. You can't spend waste your life thinking. That's that you're putting too much time between you and the task. Yeah. You're procrastinating. Then you're overthinking. Why? Then you're going home. You're not going to sleep. Yeah. Make it. It's done. It's done. It. Yeah. Move forward. Move to the next decision. Right, okay. You could get 10 things done and you're still on that first thing because yeah. you're putting time between you and the task. Right, okay. You know? So quick decision making is really, really important. In any aspect of life, yeah. not just business. Yeah.
super and they're getting up early. And so people who are saying, ah, oh, it's all right for you, Wayne, you have this, you have, this is why I want people on. It's like, Wayne started where you, where you are now and making excuses. My God, that drives me mad. But you know, it's all right for you getting up early. You have kids, you started now, we started with one man in a van. What would you say to people out there who are putting their barriers up themselves to say, I can't get up early because? We have 24 hours a day, 160 hours a week. You tell me why yeah. they can't. Why did I do it? I'm not different than you or anyone else. And you weren't naturally an early riser in the beginning. No, I was. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I used to drag me out of bed. It was a lump, lump, a big lump yeah. at the time. So, and that only early riser only started uh, the last two, three years. Okay. They, they obviously, I have three kids now. I didn't have the three kids. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't think I had responsibilities. I didn't think I had to. I was. I was in bed. I called below the point. I went back to you two seconds ago about above the point of power, and below the point of power. So in our business, we have a thing called above and below. Yeah, explain this to so us. So below the point of power is called bed. So okay. if someone, bed is B is blame, E is excuse and D is denial. So let's say you work for me and you're mm. ringing me saying, I can't do this, I can't do that. I say, you're in bed, get out of bed. Brilliant. I need you to step into the above the point of power, which is our ownership, accountability and responsibility. So you need to be, first of all, taking ownership of anything that you need to do, whether you want it or not being accountable for what you're doing, hold yourself accountable and the people around you accountable and then be responsible for every action that you take. That is super. So, And so on your induction, are you talking people through this process? That's page the induction. That's um, brilliant. Yeah. Get out of bed. I love it. It's just get so out get, of bed. It reflects today. It's easy for me to say, get out of bed instead of you're blaming someone else or excuses and they'll switch on. Oh yeah, I'm out of bed, I'm in bed. Now some of them don't agree with it, some yeah. of them do. And as I said, the people that don't agree with it, they're on get the next train. Stop. Get off the train. Build off That's the train. <laughs> super, 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 super. Um, and listen, what's next? So you, would you get into the coaching world? Is that something that you think you'd like yeah, to do? Yeah, so now. Probably, probably when I'm like 40, 50, still only young. I have a lot of time. Of a lot, I have. Yeah, I know. Well, I have you're a so lot. young. Yeah, so I have a lot to give the company. We still, we're not. We're, we're six years in business. I don't think anyone in our industry has got to where we have in six years, and never mind the next five, six years. So we have a lot to give and still a lot to do. So yeah, yeah, I do think down the line, I would like it, but I'll be picking and choosing who who I work with as well because I want to work with people that were like me. Yeah, that, that wanted. That yeah. had the, That came from where I came from, not where I came from, but the same kind of things and mm. stuff like that. Yeah, that's so important, I think. And it's good to give back. It's give good back. to give back. I really believe in giving back. Um, yeah, it's really, really important. Um, so think about the two things I want to ask you. Best day in business, worst day in business. Best day in business, worst day in business. Now or past? Anytime. Like looking the, back on your six the worst, years. The worst days is obviously the start. Yeah. It, it made it, but missing... Birthdays, yeah. Missing me kids grow up, not spending time, proper time with my family and my wife. They were the worst days, but they had to be done. And that's what I was thinking. The more people, like, because we, we've, a, we've a balance here to be had, right? So when, when I talk to people, loads of people are saying, don't be overdoing it, don't be killing yourself. But like, I'm like, in the beginning, you have to. Well, who's going to do it? Yeah. Like, is someone else going to do it for you? Yeah, they're not. No, and even when, even today, even where I am today, I still have to work hard. Yeah. If I take the foot off, my foot's always down on the, I get done speed, if I was in real life, I'd be getting done for speeding every day because my yeah. foot's always flat to the floor. I can't switch off. I still work as hard as I did day one, but I obviously have more time. Mm. I create more time with my family now and my mm. wife. Yeah. And. Working smart, not hard. Yeah. But you're also very, you're prioritising what you want. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the early days in the beginning, I do. 
Because yeah. you're, you're doing everything. And then everything's a problem. Yeah. Back then, everything's a problem. Everyone's a problem. You're, 90, you're living like 95% of the population. Now I'm one of the 5%. I'm different yeah. than everyone else. Yeah. I'm creating. Back then, I was competing as well. Yeah. Now we're dominating and create, creating. It's amazing to hear the story. Amazing. And best day in business. Best day in business is getting the good wins. Yeah. People coming to you, looking for the business, celebrating them with your team, looking yeah. at, being able to look after the team. Yeah. Um, having the time to go and spend time with my wife and my family while the business is still going. That's, 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 that's Yeah, so serious. you can take a day off if you need to take a day off. Well, look after here, my young, my young lad's in four class. He's playing for the six class hurling. I'm going now to watch him after this. So having yeah. that leeway and still... Know that go, the business is yeah. going and you don't have to have that They're stress and anxiety. Day, yeah. They are. They're brilliant. And what would you give advice now to people? So someone out there is saying, I'm watching Wayne now. I think he's amazing. Oh, I'm, I'm working on a building site or I'm, I'm in a trade or I want to start my own business. What advice would you give to them? Find your foundation. What is it you want to do? What area do you want to? What area do you want to go into? Mm. Obviously, start at the bottom, and eventually build them blocks up, up, up. Mm. You obviously need to obviously have the right people around you as well. Yeah. Cut out all negativity. Right. You're going to be cutting a lot of close people. Yeah. Family, friends. Believe it or not, that's still. I still probably don't talk to family and friends today, and all the haters. Put it. Put it in the bin. Set that on fire and just move forward yeah. and just get it done yeah. and again don't be dwelling on it don't be putting time between you and the task just get it done get it done and talk about negative people like cutting them out of your life that could be family that could be friends have you done that? Yeah. you've just had to say no they're just bad for me at the start it was hard now it's easy Okay. anything and anyone is gone just don't, just don't interact with them no, what's the point? What's the point? Why would I be here and get dragged back to here? Yeah. Below the point of power. I'm here. Are you coming with me? Or are you coming? Oh, no interest. Okay. I don't even go to parties or outings. I just have tunnel vision. and It's me against the world. Okay. That's super, Wayne. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. And um, so I'm at the stage now where I'd be scaling my business. So we had growth last year. Any advice for people like me that are like, we're four years, we'll be four years in August. Um, you're only six years, so you've achieved loads. But any advice for someone looking to take the next step scale? Is it people? Is it education? Is it a mixture of both? I don't think education is a bit... I don't have that much behind me from an education point of view, to be honest. Yeah. All I have is my trade. Yeah. And obviously stuff I learned over the years with mm. coaches and books and stuff like that. Mm. That has helped, obviously. Okay. Um, yeah, it is people. Obviously nothing can be done in business on your own only with a team of people yeah. so having the right people around you who do you trust who can you rely on having them people around that circle of trust with you mm. that will help you scale and go to the next level yeah because you feel like you can you have confidence in the people that are around you 100% yeah. you can have yeah. that you can you trust them you yeah. know the job's going to be done obviously don't just assume it's going to be done I still hold my top guys accountable Yeah. is that done yeah where's the picture what where's the video I want to see the video. So yeah. you still have to hold them accountable. I want them to hold me accountable as well. Yeah. So accountability is a big thing as well to go to the next level. Okay. And the right people. And the right people, yeah. Brilliant. So you're just looking to build an empire, rule the world, Wayne. Yeah. I Wayne, think you're Wayne's doing. world. And I remember, <laughs> actually, the very first time I met you in 2019, that I was think in the it was. South Dublin Chamber, wasn't it? Yeah. And I seen you across the room, never spoke to you, and I said, he's going to be a millionaire. <laughs> I actually, I told you that. I said it at the time, I never spoke to you. I don't know what it was. I just said, he is going to be a millionaire. 
and I knew nothing about you. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> but you're on the way. Hopefully one yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Come here. It was super to talk to you. If people want to reach out, maybe just have a coffee with you or learn more about your business or maybe apply to you for a job or come and work with you, what's the best way for them to reach you? Yeah, there's different ways. Obviously, I have my own personal LinkedIn, uh, Wayne mm. Crosby. And then there's obviously the company Instagram, the company um, LinkedIn as well. Mm. Um, and then to reach out to any of us there, www.crosbygroup.e. Super. Right. Thanks a million, Wayne. Thanks no for problem. coming to talk to us. Thank Super. you. Thanks very much.